Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is September the 24th, 2018. This is episode 33. Patrick Ewing, Grant Hill, or some other famous 33s. Scotty Pippen, man. Come on. Yeah, for oh, real. yeah. I forgot about Scotty. He was supposed to be my first name. Yep, Scotty. We got any 33s now? Everybody's sleeping on 33. Like, that's not a number no more. Maybe they all retired. Is that what it is? I don't know. But anyway, I got the fellas with me. Box wine poppy. Yo, what's up, man? Ghetto Phenom. What's good? What's good? And I am the Black Ryan. We got a, a quick turnaround for y'all. Seven days later, we are back. Um, it's been a slow week for me. I don't know about y'all. Uh, Same. I have not. I have not seen any feedback of any sorts on my end. Ishmael, did you see anything on IG in them streets? I did not. Was a little bit uh, slow on IG. I didn't get to post a whole lot this past week. Anyway, other than uh, you know the usual little previews that we got. So no, nah, no feedback, no offline feedback really. Although I will say that uh, you know young Jonathan and shout out to him from Taste Test Podcast. He's been on the show before. He did yep. want me to let you know he was me like, personally. Tell Ryan that it was me. <laughs> That I called him the whack Ryan. He said, tell him. He's it. like, you don't have to keep a secret. Tell him it was me. <laughs> we got podcast so, beef. We got podcast so beef. Finally. We'll share that information. But uh, All right. Taste but shout out podcast. to him because he always listens. To we, he always talks about it. He said he's interested in hearing what we got to say about this week's Insecure. And he I, also said he's interested in hearing what you think about Lupe's album. Uh, so maybe next week we can talk about that because I haven't listened to it yet. At I was gonna say I didn't even know it was out. I, I took Lupe off my list because he was trash for a minute. I, I put him back on though. I definitely yeah, his check last it out, album. Man. His last album was pretty decent. So this one, uh, I'm had to listen to. I, I listened to half of one song, so I'm had to listen okay. to the rest of it. That's about yeah, what yeah, I, I put him back on my list. I listened to about half of. Uh, I listened to one and a half Young Dolph songs because his album came out, I think, Friday night. So I tried to listen to that on the strength for Memphis, and I, I couldn't get through it. So I was like, I'm 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 too old for that. So I'm gonna say you're too old to listen to anybody named Young. Somebody Young, yeah, I could. I try, but I try to listen to two. Just, but I, I just don't like. I don't like the way he flows. And I, no, no disrespect to him, but I, I just didn't like the way he flows. I couldn't get with it. So I'm a, I'm a little past that. I just try to listen to. It. I like the uh, the the JB Block Boy though. He's from Memphis too. I like I like his stuff. I mean, I, I don't think his raps are any good, but I like the beats and stuff like that. So, I thought maybe I could maybe I could hang with it, but yeah, uh, that one was not for me. Yo, if I could go back in time and tell Paul in 1997 that he would be saying he listened to Young Dolph and some other dude from Memphis and that he liked it, even though the raps were trash, he would literally smack me in the face. <laughs> it's, this is probably true. I've, I've mellowed age. Dude. Oh, but hey, I, I did listen to that uh, that uh, Young Thug. Have you heard that one with, with uh, Elton John? Have you heard that one? That new one that came out. I know, I know it sounds like a crazy nah. combo, yo. But yeah, there's a, there's a Young Thug and Elton John uh, song on on the new Young Thug album. It's, it's wild. I, I I listened to a little bit of it this morning just before I left work. It's it's not bad, man. I mean, if, to get Elton John on a song is, is wild, though, man. Like that's like the craziest. Combination ever. Is that he's still rapping like that? Uh, trash. Yeah, yeah, you just you just to hear it, man. You just have to hear it. But hey, you, <laughs> you can get Elton, if you can get Elton John on a feature, that's that's wild, man. I mean, that's that, that, that Elton John. I mean, I, there's no songs that I like of his, but I mean, the dude is for whatever to to, to a lot of people a legend. So, gotta respect him and just be able to you know get him in on a hip hop song is is pretty wild. 
So why do why do we think Elton John did a song with Young Thug? Like, what's his angle? Uh, probably because music ain't selling no more. I mean, like nobody's. You but know, does Elton John need to sell more? I mean, he's he's good. He's he's good in life. I'm sure he's good in life, but everybody wants more money, and so like the the revenue streams for the revenue streams are down, and this probably gets his name out there. I mean, he was definitely trending this morning when I saw it. And that's when I heard about it. So I, I went I went to uh, YouTube Music and downloaded it. So I was just like, man, I just you know, I just, hey, I just that combination just sounds so crazy, like Young Thug and Elton John. Yeah, I, yeah, I, even even if it's terrible, I still it's it's like the like the 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 move song. It's like it might be terrible, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check it out just, wow. just to hear whatever. Wow, wow, you dissing you dissing the move song right now. No, I'm not dissing the move song. Hey, the move song is fire. I was listening to it this weekend when I, I was outside. Dude, <laughs> I told my wife that that uh, Doja Cat needs to redo the song and just make it for kids, man, and it uh, it bangs. Then I could play it for Trenton and Avery. I know they would love it. I'm just saying. I couldn't even edit it because it's just too much editing. I was going to do it that way. I'm a serious dad. <laughs> I was going to go through there and make a, 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 a clean version of the Moose song for my kids to listen to. And not give any much. of those royalties to, to Miss Doja Cat. Exactly, that's, that's because I did all the work. She gets nothing. <laughs> and I should have put it out for the world to hear, too. Well, well hey, so next week. Doja moves. Cat is not for kids. Sorry. Yeah. Wait, no, hey, so not, so Ish, go, report, back album, to, report back to Jonathan. We want to hear what his review of the Young Thug album and the Elton John collab. We want to hear what that is. So, I, I want to. I mean, I'm curious to know that one. All right, all right. So that's all right, Jonathan. I, I don't hold it against you. That whack Ryan stuff. I ain't even listening. Uh, you know, where you want real podcast beef? Talk about me on an entire episode. If you ain't talking about me on an entire episode, then you ain't talking about me. <laughs> Jonathan, don't, Jonathan don't worry. Ryan's my man, but all you got to do is say the word, and we, 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 we'll jump them together, man. Don't worry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ryan's my boy, but he ain't my wow. boy like that. So, Jonathan, you oh, just say right. the word, and we, we, okay. we get it in on him. <laughs> With that being said, uh, I'm, I'm going to skip Paul, and we're going to go to Ishmael's <laughs> Weekend Blackness. Maybe we won't even do Paul this week. Yeah, How's your Weekend Blackness, Ishmael? You're going to need to do, Paul, because I got nothing, man. My week oh. was pretty pretty low-key. Did not do much. Uh, went to a, a kid's party Sunday, which was cool, but nothing noteworthy. Uh, so, yeah, didn't, old, don't, don't got too much to report, kids. man. Today, uh, this was a, what, five-year-old. My partner's daughter had a little party at Mod Pizza after church oh, okay. on Sunday. So, went out there and did that. Um, but otherwise, my weekend was pretty much slow motion. Hung out with my sister and my nephew, just just family stuff. Although today, I did ride one of those lime scooters for the first time. I always Ooh, see yeah. people zipping yeah, up and down, down the streets with those. They're all over here too, man. All over the city. Taking over. Yeah. Yeah. So today, I was finally like on my lunch break. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a lime scooter down to, uh, I don't know, maybe... A mile, a mile and a half down uh, downtown to this place to get some food and rode it back. So you took was, it a mile, a mile and a half. Whoa, that's maybe, long. yeah, maybe wow. about a, yeah, maybe a mile, and just rode it down the street. So that was about my highlight for the week. So uh, I will say it's Kawhi Leonard Black. <laughs> <laughs> Which mean it was kind of weird and not all that amusing. Oh man, <laughs> that I, like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that dude's good. that dude's laugh was hilarious. Like it was the most uncomfortable laugh, and he and it, he was smiling, which is rare for Kawhi Leonard. So you got to see this like 
uncomfortable, creepy smile. So I don't know. What what did y'all think about that? I know y'all posted that in the group chat. That's actually how I saw it. But oh, what man. was your first thoughts when you first saw that? I thought my man was like, his brain was telling him, like, <laughs> insert laugh here. <laughs> so, his, so his face was like, Try to try to try to be you know try to be hospitable. Try this is the first day of media for the entire season, so, and you know it's going to be a long season. So try to, but you could tell his brain he he wasn't really with it. So it's it's going to be a long year for him, man. God, I hope that guy does not go to L.A. He just seems so uncomfortable with any kind of media exposure, and to go to Los Angeles and have to deal with all that scrutiny and stuff like that. It's just with LeBron, the whole. I mean, look, look, man. Look, they're not going to beat the Lakers and the Golden State. And that's all they were talking about on ESPN today was, can the Lakers compete? Can the Lakers compete? When will the Lakers compete with Golden State? When will they take over? It's like, man, come on, man. It's, the, it's not even the first preseason game. Are y'all already talking about this mess? I can't, I can't, I can't see it, man. I just can't we see it. We're talking about Kawhi and you already hating on the Lakers. I mean, man, it's all it's all It's rough it's out here being a Laker. It's rough out here anyway. If Kawhi yes. cannot handle what, what if cannot if Kawhi cannot handle media day without coming off looking crazy in Toronto where there's literally almost no NBA media, how is he going to go do that in any major All city? Right, let me let me let me defend Kawhi. Go ahead. I'm gonna do this because these defend were my original it, defend thoughts. It. Now was the laugh weird? Yes, but it was also <laughs> that California weird laugh which. People in California sometimes. I know we got a big following on Cali. I love y'all. I love how y'all talk. Y'all got no, a dope accent. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes, sometimes y'all, you know, y'all sound a little funny on, on your words and pronunciations. And it's cool. And I thought that it was one of them times where a person asked you a question and the answer wasn't going to be politically correct or it wasn't going to be like it was going to be slang or hood and that's what i took it as like i don't even know what to say the dude asked him can he explain like who he was to the people i mean this dude's a basketball player man he got on a a, a suit of armor every time he put on his jersey he is not finna reveal to you that he likes uh uh comedy uh action movies and long walks on the beach man this is not what he's gonna that's do how kobe would have answered no, Kobe would not have answered. Oh, that Kobe way. would have sat there. And he he would have something. laughed and been like, "I'm not going to talk about that." Kobe, you talking, talking about Kobe back when he was playing, or Kobe, Kobe, Kobe today would sit there and like give you. Kobe something now like, would have a whole whole uh, yeah, like some whole like a uh, he would have puppets. He would pull some yeah, puppets some kind out. Of Confucius. He would pull some going. puppets out and he would talk to himself and do a ventriloquist. Act. Oh man, the Kobe rebrand <laughs> is sick, man. I'm so I'm so sick of Kobe and his little rebrand. Always trying to talk about like you know leadership and and and, and legacy and all this crap. Man, shut up, man. You're you a total a hole for your entire career. He trying to make shows for his kids, uh, man. You hate. I'm, I'm sick of this rebrand. I'm so I'm sick anyway, of it. Anyway, my weekend no blackness master. hater. My no weekend blackness master, hater. Man. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out of here. My weekend blackness was Steve Urkel. Because <laughs> it was pretty nerdy every weekend. <laughs> it was pretty nerdy. No, it's not every weekend. Uh, Paul sent me on a little venture to uh, find his kids some Thomas the Trains. Um, so <laughs> I literally went to a, a couple uh, 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 antique shop by the mm-hmm. by the work and uh, picked up a few trains. Well, first I took pictures of them just as a joke. 
And I was like, here goes some trains for you, Paul. And he was like, oh, my God, it's Salty and Thomas and some other dude. And I'm like, dang, I, I don't know the names to anybody on Thomas the Train, but my man earned his official geek card by knowing all three of those trains' names. Dog, my, so, hey, my, shout my out kid, to Thomas. Yeah, my dog, my kid's definitely into it, man. In fact, it's funny you say that, but, like, today, like, uh, he had, like, a book fair at school. So, like, we bought him, like, an encyclopedia. They have an encyclopedia of all the different trains that are in the mm-hmm. – in the you know collection or whatever like that, so it's like two hundred pages all these trains. So I'm just I'm learning about like ones I never even heard about heard of before. But yeah, man, sadly we're deep into this, so it's 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 really taking okay. over our lives, man. It's 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 pretty yeah. disgusting. I feel bad did for you. Man. you did we you talk about good. the NRA being mad about the trains? Oh, that's I want to talk about that last what, week. That Thomas, was wild. The Thomas trains. Yeah, you didn't hear about that. No, what's this? You want me to do it? Yes, you want you you want to do it. Uh yeah, I mean it was like the uh, I forget what's the lady's name the NRA. Oh Dana Loesch. Dana Loesch. Yeah Dana Loesch, which actually she's from St. Louis, so she lived in St. Louis for a while before she got this gig. But she did this whole spiel at an NRA event where they had a video where they had Thomas the Train coming out and they had KKK hoods on the trains. Yep. And yes. they were angry. Because uh, Thomas the Train or whatever, they announced that they were going to have some new trains and they were going to be from different uh, countries or different continents. Like they had a train that was supposed to be from Africa. They had a train that was supposed to be. Nia. I'll get her name right. It's Nia. It's Nia. I know the name. I don't know all the details. Yeah. You you can (laughs) take it from here then because I don't know all the details. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that, man. It's just. So they they don't want to include people from other countries? They're like, yeah, oh, they, they no, were they're, saying, they're, well, why, why do we need these new ethnic trains? We didn't know that diversity was a problem with Thomas the Train, and so they were using the KKK hoods to try to mock and say, oh, wow. the they're trying to uh, eliminate whiteness in Thomas the Train, basically. And everybody's like, why are y'all even commenting on Thomas the Train at the NRA? Yeah, it's just it, it, it's just ignorant. But I mean, hey, they they went viral. They 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 got their little point across. But it's just it's just you know the, the, this whole you know they're trying to pick at multiculturalism. I mean, all the basically all this is is the company I think Mattel that owns Thomas. They're trying to like they're they're gonna have a new uh, show or the new new season of the show on Nick Junior is gonna be you know going around different countries. So they're gonna go to different countries and have Thomas go there, but then have other little trains that he meets along the way. So it's gonna be like okay, well they're in Africa, so they're gonna meet a little girl train over there and you know ride along is, to, is, the, is, the, is the train is the african train gonna have brown face the african train does not have brown face so or she is she gonna have black face and it's gonna be racist she's she has she has a she they all have the same like gray face but she has like okay. i don't i don't even i heard like, she have, like what's her black feature she got a black nose she doesn't have, have like big lips. This could, this could like, go off. Go. Wrong. I'm just saying. There's, there's no. I'm sorry. There's no. She's not a watermelon tra- train, man. It's not. It's not happening, man. She's a, <laughs> it's a little cute little uh, yellow train, man. She's like a yellow train, man. It's, but there's like an Indian. There's like two Indian trains. But it's not just that. There's like there's like a German train. There's up. a Dutch I'm train. Look, man. I got. Right the, look, I literally. I legit got the encyclopedia with all these characters like <laughs> ten feet from me. I can pull this up and Yo, name it to you. But we're not gonna do that. Ish, make sure you put this on the uh, on the thing. I'm on gonna the, put it in the group right now. But yeah, man. But yeah, it, look, it was but definitely she definitely crazy. looked black. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, shout out right now. She kind of hot. Nia. Yep. So you're saying, <laughs> so, uh, so you're so attracted on, to so a kid train? Let's just oh, let's just clarify. She's right, not a kid. Right she's an adult. What are you talking about, see, man? I'm see, trying to take this left. 
see, I feel bad, ish, because I'm the gateway. See, like it, Ryan was just talking to me. You know, he was up in there looking for some for some uh, mammies and some uh, you know some uh, some racist lawn jockeys. <laughs> right, right. And then he saw some Thomas trains and jokingly sent me a picture. And so I, I gave him some names. And now look at this. Now it's all devolved in three or four days yeah, into him having wanted to have like hypothetical sex with a with a Thomas train figure. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> It did go that far, sir. You know their names. So. Y'all are both let me, some let me put creeps. The actual picture here. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, you're ruining my weekend blackness. But anyway, let uh, you you know well you know now because I'm telling you that the trains are in the mail and they will be there uh, Wednesday or Thursday. I got you. Hey, off offline, hit me up with the address or how you want me to pay PayPal. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some money. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Yep. Cash at me, fam. Yeah. So, um, other than that, uh, let's see, uh, Sunday, Toy Show with Trenton. Um, oh, toy Show is always on Sundays, so I hate it because I can't never go. Um, but I was like, um, I want to go. So, I skipped church. Ah, what? Oh, you in trouble I skipped now. church. Ah, yes. I did. I, I had to go, man. It's just been a while. And it's, it's cool to go just because I know at this point, I know a lot of the vendors that I see and like a couple of people. And I got a couple of friends that I uh, that I know go there. Uh, he wasn't able to make it, though. Uh, my boy Citrus. Um, so it's just good to, you know, be around there, everything and Trenton like being there. So it was cool. I'm telling you, Ryan. Picked one day, one day, trains we, there for you too. When the boys get a little older, Ryan, we we gotta do, we gotta hit up Comic Con, man. We gotta go out there. We gotta do this. We gotta go to Comic Con. Just see what it's like. I just one year. Go I want to go, but I don't want to take no kids though. Right. We go Comic Con. I'm right saying now. when they get, I'm saying when they get a little older. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm Is you want to go to Comic Con? I go. Yeah. It's I'll not really Comic-Con. your, not really your thing. You might be too cool. You be up in there trying to hoop or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, no, nobody go, there is I hooping. do cosplay. I go as. You go uh, cosplay, <laughs> just breaking folks' what ankles go, out there. What in you, the, hold on, hold on. What, what is Ishigo cosplay as? I need to hear this. <laughs> uh, cosplay is a uh, Space Jam, Michael Jordan and Space uh, Jam okay. or something. Right. Oh, yeah, they, got the, they got the new Space Jam coming out. You can be the new LeBron. You just have to, you, you got you. Right. <laughs> you already got the hairline Speaking. for it. So you just do the LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got the LeBron shoes too, so I'm good. <laughs> Dude, speaking of Space Jam, I want them to put Levar Ball in Space Jam as no. one of the monsters. I just want him to do the voice. Like he, I want him to be a player so that way he could talk smack and just let Lavar be Lavar. That would be so great. Man, I'm 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 not gonna watch it anyway, but I'm definitely not gonna watch it. I'm just gonna, but I you I am here for the jokes if, if he's in it. Oh come on, it's worth it. But anyway, uh, I guess I, I'll cut my week short there. But that that was it, man. A little little uh, little nerdy, but it was fun. Got the trains and and everything's in the mail and and shipped, so you'll get them soon. Well, I appreciate that, man. Good All looking right. out. So how was your week? My week was 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 trash, man. Uh, basically the same oh, thing as ish, man. Week. Just uh, went, had to go to a little birthday party for us, uh, some kids this weekend, man. So went there. It was like at a like a, a gymnastics place. They had a bunch of inflatables. So just kind of watching little kids run around there and bust their bust their heads open on that. And that was kind of cool. And that was man, the, the <laughs> pizza. Cool. Oh man, it, what what is it about kids? Like some some parents out there have to have like a, a kids party where the pizza is at least decent for the adults to eat, you know, but they, it's always like the trash, like Domino's, you know, they, they, they got to step it up. At least, you know, get, get the cheap pizza for the kids, the, the cheap, you know, cheese slice, but you know, get, get one, get one good gourmet Supreme slice for the adults. It's kind of over there in the corner. You know, the dads, it ain't got nothing else to do, man. Just, just do that <laughs> one time. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little sick of that. And I remember like when, uh, my niece and nephew used to go to like CC's. Oh man, that's the worst place in the world. And I remember like, what? 
CeCe's is yeah, horrible, CeCe's man. is pretty bad, man. It's man, like Sbarro's, dude. It's pretty bad. CeCe's is the greatest place in the world. It's all you the can greatest. eat pizza, man. Don't get, don't get, that's yeah, how but I if it's all you eat like trash, $6. then why you want it? Man, <laughs> it's trash, though. Look, in college, don't get me wrong. I, man, when I was broke in college, look, after Ryan left, that's that was kind of the hit-up spot. Like, go to the CeCe's, all you can eat for, like, you know, whatever, twelve ninety nine, just eat the, all the worst pizza you could possibly eat for, like, an hour, and then that'd be, be good to go for the day, but... That's some terrible pizza, man. It's literally cardboard. No, it's CC's. Get that out of here, man. Come I forgot y'all. Y'all rich, man. Y'all rich. Who is y'all? Ain't rich. I'm not rich either, man. I'm broke. If you don't like CC's, you rich. <laughs> CC's is crap. I've graduated from that crap. I also, don't eat spam no more. Hey, man, don't, don't talk. Don't talk to me about rich. I got, <laughs> oh, I got slave look, food. Hey, look, real talk. There's like six Tostinos pizzas in the freezer right now, man. Right, just ready to go. There's like yeah, I got some Tostinos every other day. Matter of fact, man. I need to re up. I need to re up on some Tostinos. Oh man, and those and those things. I've been eating those things since college. I mean, it's, it's for the kid. I don't. I try. I try to avoid them, but man, I, I just look at them make me sick. Actually, I see those Tostinos in there. And I look at them like, man, I can't eat that mess. I ate that mess so much during college. Anyway. Hate, hate bad pizza, man. Got to have some good pizza in here. Right. It's 2018, baby. We got to live. That's right. No CC's, no Sbarro's. You got to graduate, man. Yeah, man. I might as well get a frozen pizza if I'm going to go to CC's. Anyway, let's move on to our first story. Let's get it. Get into this news. Get into this news. This one was a, a feel-good story. <laughs> a feel-good story. At least that's what they call them. I don't think it's a feel-good story. Says a 16-year-old boy finds $10,000 and returns it to its rightful owner. So uh, this young man, he was uh, uh, 16 years old. Uh, his name is Rami Zeni. Clearly, uh, maybe not from here because he returned that money. But he said that he noticed a black person in the middle of the road in Santa Barbara, California. And he said he looked through the, the purse and he was trying to find a phone number. Uh, so that he could return the purse and inside the purse was $10,000 in cash and for some reason this dummy returned it <laughs> <laughs> now yes y'all some of y'all gonna be like oh, I thought I thought the black Ryan was a minister yes mm. I am a minister mm. and mm. in my ministry you know a what that minister ministry says skip church this Sunday Spoon I know. I'm burning, I'm burning in hell. Oh. <laughs> that, ministry, that ministry said, if, as long as you tie a little bit, a portion of that, we good. It's all good. It, Paul, no. False. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty funny. But hey, you would tie. You could tie under 10,000. But first of all, it's not. God will bless you on your path sometimes. sometimes. He will just have some money out there. He didn't see this lady drop this money. Anybody riding around with a purse full of money probably doesn't need it anyway. Anybody that lost said money and was not running around screaming in the streets also didn't need said money. So therefore, by him turning that money back into her, he said, no, thank you, God. I don't need your help. I got this. You tripping. What what y'all think? If you find $10,000, you don't see nobody looking for it. You're going to be turning it back in. Or will you say, thank you, Lord, and take it to the bank? Paul, oh, man, hey, I know what I'm gonna do. Look, first of all, it's, it's the right thing to do. Return the money. But my my issue with the story is, he returned the money. You know, did the right thing. You know, all the all praise to him for doing that. This lady turned around and gave him a hundred dollar award. Man, you give me a hundred dollars for a ten thousand dollar award. Man, I would have robbed you right there on the spot and taken that ten thousand dollar back right there. I would have knocked you out cold cock. <laughs> give me nine grand. No, just give me. You got to give me give a, a G or something. You get a hundred dollars. Come on, man. Come on. 
Yeah, and she said she just janky. forgot. She forgot that it was on the roof of her car, ish. Right. She just forgot. She didn't need this money. She was going on a hike, and of course, when you go oh, on a hike, hike, you definitely need to make sure you got at least ten thousand dollars in your purse. Yeah. That is essential hiking needs. Hey, but have y'all ever lost a, a, a significant amount of money ever before? Heck no. In cash. No. I, I have because I guarded it with my life. <laughs> right. Okay. So can I can I give y'all can I give y'all a quick story? Okay. So man, this is this high school me, dumb, working at the hospital. I'm like an orderly, moving people around, all that stuff like that. Working at the hospital. My mom works up there too, right? Man, get paid. Back then, you know, you get you, you go, you know, you in high school, so you're just like, man, I'm, this all this money about to get spent quickly, right? <laughs> So you go there, you know, you get the, get the paycheck back in the day. You know, there wasn't no direct deposit, I guess, back then. So I just take it to the bank, cash it, whatever, uh, boop, 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 uh, you know, spend it or whatever. Like that. But I had all this money in my wallet. I don't, you know, to me, it seemed like a lot back then, but maybe it was like, you know, five, 300, something like that. Some, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't much, but for high still school. Still a lot of money. Yeah. To, no, for, 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 at that point in time, it was a significant amount of money. Had it in my wallet and I had to go to work like either that day or the next day, the afternoon. So I, I go to work. Get out the car and some man I must have on the in the parking lot at the hospital on the way to uh, on the going to work I must have it must have fell out of my pocket my wallet my entire wallet must have fell out and so I, you know I, I clock in or whatever like that I'm working and I'm not thinking about it you know and then like I don't know there was like lunch, you know dinner time or whatever like that and there was like a cafeteria downstairs so I probably went down there to get some food and I noticed my wallet's missing I'm like oh man my wallet's missing I was like well let me go back into the car and check it. Couldn't find it, man. So, you know, long story short, I couldn't find it, man. I was like, man, I lost my wallet. Had all my money. Had my my drivers. I had everything in there, man. You know, whatever. Pictures, you know, all this stuff like that. Man, come to find like four, five, six days later, man, I got a, like a, a package in the mail. Who, and uh, whoever had found this wallet had mailed it, it, you know, saw my driver's license. They sent me my wallet back. Sent me all the, like everything in there in the wallet except for the money <laughs> kept, kept, <laughs> kept, you know this is before i didn't have a credit cards and like that. so it was, it was just it, 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 all i was really concerned about was like the id and the uh, right. and, and the money they, they kept every penny of the money but they they returned the wallet well, so I, well you know what they say that it's not safe to mail money you know so they were just looking out for you they didn't want to put it in the mail yeah, and have sure. a postman steal it so they just went no, ahead. No and return address. It. Look, man, right, right beside that hospitals were <laughs> right beside that hospitals were half the shootings in that little town were, were going on, man. So like it, that, it, there were nothing but drug addicts running through that parking lot all the time. So I'm sure some drug addict drunk that drunk that or sniffed that away real quick that three four hundred dollars. But to me, man, I, I, man, I was hurt. I, I mean, my heart sunk when I found out I lost that money. And I, I'll never feel that way again. But man, if, if somebody had returned all the money to me, I definitely gave more than a, you know one one hundredth of a reward for it. Man, that's that's trash. Man, you got to give more than a hundred bucks for that for ten yeah, G's. Absolutely. Now I do think that there's a a, a money like a, a line as far as what you should give back. Like for real, if I if I found like three hundred dollars, you know that's probably somebody light bill. I probably would turn that in if I could. Um, but. Ten thousand, like that's when you just you got too much money to think. But it, but but what about like the, but what about the no country for old men situation, man? You turn up with that much money and some dude with you know with a with a with a cattle prod comes chasing you around all over Texas that's, or something like that, man. You, you don't want some you don't want you don't want drama like that, man. All you had to do was get the money back though. If well, he had to get the money back, it no, I wouldn't have because it was all for that. That dude was gonna kill you on principle because it was just like, hey, you, <laughs> I'm gonna flip this. He coin. stole that money though. He did a lot to steal that money. He didn't do nothing. He just he just stumbled upon those ranchers that they had the, the shootout and took the money. That's all he did. He didn't really steal. He was just, <laughs> a was shootout happened. No, that's the point. But they ain't needed. They were all dead except for that one dude needed water. And he didn't help him out. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, 
For me, in this type of situation, I feel like I understand what the kid was doing because if you find the money in a purse and it has a, their ID and all that, then you want to you wanna get that money back. You know who it belongs to. Yeah. So, like you said, it's the right thing to give it back. What intrigues me is sometimes you'll see stories where people just find like a bag of money and there's no ID, there's no purse, there's no personal yeah, information. And then they take it to the police and say, look, I found this $10,000. I have no idea who it belongs to, but I just figured I'd bring it to you so you can find it. That's the situation where I'm not giving it back. If there's <laughs> if there's no identifying information, oh, that's a blessing from God yeah, right there. That's definitely a no. Right? Now, if it's, if it's a person that says, you know, Jane Doe, then I feel like my conscience is going to be like, all right, we know whose this is. We got to get it back to her. My conscience is going to tell me to go to the mall and buy 25 <laughs> pairs of Air Force Ones and some Jordans <laughs> and be straight. <laughs> Dude, I would have been balling out. I'm just saying. But, hey, so what's, what's like the most amount of money y'all ever found? Oh, dude, I think I, I look, you know, when I was a kid, I remember one time we were too broke to like go into the, the convenience store and like get some snacks or something like that. We were, me, me and like my stepbrother were just kind of in there and we like shopping. We didn't have, we didn't have like two, three dollars to pile around. I think I found like a $20 bill in the, in the, in the, in the just like in, the, in a, in a lot, empty lot across the street, man. Man, we were so happy to find that $20 to go in there and buy some, you know, some trash candy with it. I don't, but the most I ever that, that was probably about twenty dollars. I don't think I, I don't think I've seen. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It was either it was either a twenty or a hundred, but it was so long ago I don't remember. Um, I think it was like outside a grocery store, and I just remember being like, "Whoa!" And again, it was no nothing by it. It's just money just laying on the ground. I was just like, "Thank you, Lord," but uh, I can't remember if it was twenty or a hundred. It, it might have just been 20. It wasn't 100 if you don't remember. Yeah, it might have just been 20, <laughs> but I was so young, it felt like 100. So. Oh, okay. Right. We're not talking most about, I, I ever found, Most I ever found was $100. I found a $100 bill what? at the gas station rolled up like up against a little curb thing that the you know the gas uh, pump sit on. And uh, I was just pumping the gas, just standing there, looked down. There it was. I picked it up. I looked around. Nobody was looking for 100. So <laughs> it became mine. And I remember I said, thank you, God. The crazy thing is, kids nowadays won't even have this experience because nobody has cash. Like, I never carry right, cash on me. So you know, who, yeah. when am I ever gonna have the chance to lose twenty dollars for somebody to pick up? I never, never do that. That's right. true. That's true. Yeah, that's the good thing about technology, I guess, is that you know it takes away that idea. Now, of course, it's easier to get hacked instead of losing a yeah. hundred. Somebody breaking into your account and taking take hundred thousand. We recently, had, yeah. we recently had some credit card fraud uh, here at the at the Black Ryan residence. Credit card or debit, or somebody debit card. Use a, a hundred credit. Oh, somebody okay, used a hundred dollars somewhere in Florida. So, yep, uh, same here. Yeah. We got caught up twice. But when, as long as it's on the credit card, you go you're straight because they'll just take it right back off once you, you know. It's yeah, they got to investigate all that crap. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. put it back. Yeah, they'll do it. They'll take care of it, man. You be straight. Yeah. Anyway, let's go on to this next topic. Uh-huh. This one I titled, I couldn't, I can't sing it, y'all. I wanted to sing it, but Kiki, do you love me? I know you're 14, say so you'll never, ever leave from beside me. <laughs> Drake, Mr. Drake. We all know Drake had the story here a couple weeks ago. Was it even a couple weeks? It was probably it was last, like last, last week. week. Yeah. Last week, you know, Ish uh, posted in the group me the original story, and he's like, hey, check this out. You know, I heard this story going around that Drake bought out this restaurant, you know, for a young girl who is just now 18, and he has pictures of her with her. When she was younger and 
you know, he was he was really kind of you know he, Ish was Ish was on the story, y'all. He turned into TMZ on us. He was on because he, he was so serious about it. Like we should convict Drake right then and there. And right, because the y'all was, I was brushing kinda, it off, man. Y'all were just yeah, like, ah, was, it's nothing. I, I mean, yeah, but what did I say? 16, I just said he was Teflon. But it's Teflon. just a picture, and I'm like, you don't leave no uh, heart eyes on no 16 year old <laughs> girl picture. Right. And y'all right. were just so cavalier with it. And yeah, I, it yeah. was a little disturbing. I was about to leave yeah. the show for a second, but so, so we're saying, go ahead. I wasn't cavalier about the story itself. I was cavalier that anything would come of it because Drake is Teflon. What's gonna make the ladies stop listening to Drake? It's definitely not gonna be that. When he so. when he produ- when he produces an album called Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, standing real creepy behind some some fourteen year old girl. That still won't matter. <laughs> We still we still going to our Kelly concerts. So you not going really to the Drake though. concert. Not, not really. really. Just, it seems like it's not really slowed really. down. Like What's now really? with, with the R. Kelly concerts, there's there's really only a small crowd. Like it's women between like forty five and fifty. Those are the well, people that a, still go to R. Kelly concerts. Anyway. <laughs> Nobody those, else is going. Those Younger, same women that had older, they got the, nobody got else the, is the going. Chicago steppers. Okay. They got the, got the Chicago step moves and they gotta break them out every now and they've been waiting all, all year for that concert. So they, right. <laughs> they can break those Chicago so, step moves. <laughs> but but that story turned out, Ishmael, you said that it has been debunked. And that they couldn't prove one way or another that that actually happened. Well, it, it had been denied. Stuff, right? I'm not, I won't go and okay. say debunked, but okay. the young lady denied it. Think Drake denied it. So okay. uh, I hadn't looked at it. But there's been a couple. There's been a couple other stories like Haley Baldwin. I guess he was like friends. I don't know. It, 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 there's 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 more than a couple of circumstantial stories. I I'm, I guess we're hearing, it, or at least they are popping up here lately about this. I don't know if there's any truth to any of them. It just but it could just be they're all celebrity friends and he just kind of. You know, all oh, they're his favorite. They're all uh, sure they're rapper, are. right? I don't now, know. but look, so now, and I really got two stories that just made me think of a think of the third one. But let's do this one first. Okay. So, Act Two, Drake, Millie Bobby Brown, who is the little girl from uh, Stranger Things, 11. the one who knows bleeds, and she has yes, eleven. Couldn't remember for some reason. She's only fourteen actual years old, and she says that Drake, who is thirty-one, texts her boy advice quote unquote she said recently she said we just text each other the other day and he was like quote unquote i miss you so much and she was like i miss you more exclamation point okay drake drake yes this is real this is from mashable yes it is (laughs) what are you doing this man said said, i asked this is real and this man said yes it's real it's from mashable like what does that mean That's not the it's Washington Times. Source. The Washington Post. It's from a source. Man, they not finna well, be reporting on this. Okay. And, and I bet, I bet the text because she said Drake gives her boy advice, and I bet the response to every text when she's like, "Oh, I met this cute boy at school. You know, what do you think? He asked me out on a date." And Drake's just like, "No new friends. No new friends. No new friends. No, no, no." <laughs> like, <laughs> As a matter of fact, Every you look back at Drake's catalog, and this is exactly what he's been singing about. Ish, exactly. I've been, ish, I've been waiting a long time for for you to give me a new little little soundbite to copy and uh, copy and, and save, and that you definitely just gave it to me now. So I'm, I'm going to have it. that ready for you next week. Go for <laughs> yeah, it. But then, it, just now, it made me think about the other day. Remember uh, with the uh, Eminem, Machine Gun Kelly, uh, the Eminem interview. He mentioned in there that he was not talking about Drake because he said that 
he did a big favor for his daughter. But he's he's every every fourteen year old girl's favorite no. rapper. That's I mean favorite not, musician. Not, right now. not here in Act Three, sir. In Act Three, we don't write that off. In Act Three, I say, okay, now you best friends with this little girl. Now you doing special appearances for other little girls. What are you doing out here, Drake? I just want to put y'all on notice. That's all I want to do. I'm not necessarily accusing the man. I'm just saying I got three things now that I'm looking at him sideways about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, 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 he's, he's on the verge of a nasty award, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just remember where you heard it from first. Y'all can come back and y'all can be like, episode 33 is when those dudes, the Black Ryan, Ghetto Phenom, and Botswana Poppy, they just they put it all out there. No, yep. seriously, I think this is just all part of his his. Little, I mean, his, his his fan base is so female skewed, and I mean, if you hear all, if you believe every story you hear about Drake, like he likes them all. He likes big booty women. He likes fourteen year old girls. Now he likes everything in between. Like this is all just to like sew up every demographic of women. Every demographic. That's, that's what this is, man. That's all this is. Asian women. Dude, that's extra weird. Ethiopian women. Whatever, man. It, 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 it is. I mean, how many stories have you heard about this dude and who he's dating? This, 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 this that, and the third, man. It's just, it's endless. It'll never stop, man. So now we're kind of no. getting a little creepy mood. I hope it's not true, but uh, I, I, I agree. I that he's a groomer, man. He's a groomer. Oh, shout out to, shout out to G. See, yeah. G is the yeah. one that said, that's what we call grooming. Yeah, it's true. Well, he didn't That's say true. we. He didn't mean we like he was doing it. He meant <laughs> right. like this is what I we call. Be like, why do you know on that? The outside, on the outside, <laughs> looking in, we call it that. Oh man, okay. come on now. So, you know, in the in the yes. church, man, there's dude, there's, there's dudes be grooming. You know, giving those get where, where my hug at, <laughs> to the, sir. What we're to not going to do is trash girls, the church. Hashtag on my where my hug at. Where my hug Stop at. Stop it. See y'all. Man. That's why I give the one arm hug at church because that way it cannot be misconstrued. One. That's at your. That's at your church. There's, there, the one, problem is there's that's four it. million churches out there. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to keep it real on my end because you know it. It'd be some. Some even though, even at a little small church, you know, when people come and visit, everybody be smiling in your face if you if you did the message or something. You know, gotcha. gotta watch that. And let's just. But let's also let's just look at Drake's daddy. Drake's daddy's from Memphis. If you ever seen how he dresses <laughs> and that mustache yeah. he got, you know that dude yeah. knows how to groom. That dude's been Damn grooming. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I just wanted to call that to y'all's attention. If y'all is out here still thinking, uh, you know, Drake is is Mr. Innocent, he's starting to get a little bit of baggage. Ryan, after if, if the daughter, if if she said she talked to Drake online, what would you say? What's gonna happen? You getting the strap out? Oh, that's mean? right. That did that did come up in conversation. <laughs> so now that is a, a a strange situation for you. As a father, your worst nightmare is who is your daughter gonna date. But if your daughter is of age, yet still a young 18, and she says, Drake wants to take me out, she could do worse than Drake. That's true. So that's a tough one. You really want to be like, oh, no, because you know what he, you know what he talking about out here. But she would have the possibility of being rich. <laughs> so maybe it works out for her. <laughs> Pimping out the kid. Yeah. Hey, ain't no exactly. pimping because I ain't gonna get no money. I'm trying to make sure she has a better life. You know? <laughs> no, you can but. see Ish. You can see Ryan out there with the Bentley. I'm joking. I, I don't think. I don't think I would totally. I definitely would totally be okay with it, man. I would be like, "What the heck is wrong with you?" Ryan Drake? gonna be like the dad from Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> McDowell. <laughs> 
Yeah, somebody <laughs> just like somebody that. put a picture on Twitter uh, where it says instead of Stranger Things, it says Stranger Danger, and it's got a picture <laughs> oh. of Drake and uh, like Millie it. Bobby Brown. That's hilarious. Oh man, that's, this is creepy. I, I'm, I'm creeped out just looking at this picture of this little girl, man. Give me, give, let's move on to something else, man. <laughs> Please. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, stop it, Drake. Stop right, texting Paul. little girls, man. Right, please. Okay, next Paul, one. This show's one? topic. Okay, yeah, so, man. Hey, so, I'm going to read it the way you wrote it, man. I, I wish you had a, um, been more politically correct. But he says, a white chick named hip-hop curator for the Smithsonian African American Museum and the Hotep Twitter goes crazy. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's the pretty good synopsis, so... I guess this kind of blew up this last week on Twitter. I was kind of following it a little bit. I've been trying to stay off the social media this week. I've been, I've been really busy with work and stuff like that. But I saw a little bit of this. Man, I, I don't know the dude's name. Tariq Nasib. You, uh, you, you probably know him better than I do. Ish, Tariq Nasib. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he posted a column. I guess this girl, her name is, and this, this is the funny part. Her name is uh, Timothy Ann Burnside. That's her name. Timothy Ann Burnside. It's a female white female and she is uh, some kind of curator I don't know what you go to go to school to become a curator but she's a curator for the Smithsonian Institute and she has been tasked with curating the hip-hop section of the African-American Museum the new African-American Museum in DC and so this guy writes an article you know kind of like why is she why is she you know curating this thing that's obviously black culture and so it just kind of it kind of devolved from there you know with a lot of uh, prominent hip-hop voices like Chuck D uh, and some uh, several others kind of like coming to the girl's defense saying, hey, you know, she's, she's good at her job, she's doing it, you know, things like that. And, and then uh, just a lot of, I wouldn't say random people, but a lot of people kind of chime in like, no, she doesn't deserve to do this. So I'm going to step out of this one and not, not touch this one because I don't need to get uh, any bad feedback from any, any issues people on this one. So I'm the- just going to throw it to the black delegation and see, what do y'all think? Do you think that this, this, this a, a white lady... Uh, can can do justice to this, to this job in such an important role for the black community. Do I think a white lady can do justice? Probably, but should she be put in that position? I don't think so. I mean, when you're talking about something as important to black folks and important to the culture as the African-American History Museum or um, whatever the actual title is, African-American History and Culture Museum, then why would you not put a black person in charge of that? I mean, hip-hop is more than just music. It's a culture. And so she may have gone to school. She may have that knowledge. But I think when you're talking about black history and culture, that's not the time to be looking for diversity. Like, unless you, unless you looked and were like, there are no black people qualified to do this, then I think that the, I don't know, the ire of the people, especially on Twitter, you know, people lit into it. And I think it's justified in a sense. I'm not saying she can't do the job, but I'm saying, why couldn't you find somebody more representative of that culture? You know, and that's the same thing when you see Hollywood and you have black movies, but all the studios are white or the directors are white, then you miss out on part of that essence of blackness. You get more of a stereotypical type thing. So I don't know. That's that's my thoughts on it. What do you think, Ryan? 
Well, I had to look up what the requirements were for a curated position. It says a master's degree in a specialty subject or museum studies is the usual requirement. Uh, small museums will take somebody with a bachelor's degree, but many curators hold a doctoral uh, degree. So we know it's the Smithsonian, so you got to come hard. So you better have that doctorate degree. Pause. But um, because <laughs> come hard, <laughs> come hard. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is say pause. I mean, that's it. Okay. So, I don't know any black people that have a museum studies degree, but I guess in this case, you can have a hip hop degree. Uh, do, do you we know have any white people with degrees? a museum studies degree? There are white people curating all around the world, sir. No, but so, do you yes. know any? You said you don't know don't any black know people. Any. I'm them. just saying, do you do, have you seen a black person written down their names like curator? Yeah. Nope. Yes, I have. Not very often. It's not that oh, many. Oh snap! <laughs> I'm staying out. It's of not one. that many. So my point is, is that the pool is not. It's not that deep. It's not going to be a whole bunch of people that are able to do this this position. Now you could probably get KRS One or somebody like that. He probably got eighteen doctorates. You know, That's somebody true. like that to do it. <laughs> no. And man, he got a lot of degrees. Man, do smart. But you have to get somebody like that, maybe somebody in the industry, but then they may not qualify as a necessarily a curator. So that's the problem. So I, I don't fault them necessarily. They know they could have done a better job. I would rather them hire somebody that's not an actual curator and get somebody who's, uh, uh, you know, knows you, more about the field the, of hip hop. But isn't, than it is isn't a curator a basically the person that picks the playlist? Like, do you really... <laughs> You think have so? to have somebody with this super advanced degree to have the hip hop history. Like, no, if you get somebody a KRS one, or if you get somebody else that was one of the forefathers of hip hop that have remained true to it, that have studied it, I think that respects the culture more to it because this isn't about yeah, this isn't about her not having the knowledge or just being white, but it's just you have to respect the the culture are you gonna have a kkk museum with a black person with barack obama being the curator for it no you're not so they should hire a hey, kkk person hey, but, it, hey, but if, if they if they did hire barack obama as a curator i definitely would go check out that museum I, I, <laughs> and, and if he wasn't i definitely wouldn't go see it so i'd definitely peep it so out if he was it's up here advocating that we have a kkk museum headed by uh KKK no, I didn't say that. I just said having somebody that represents <laughs> that culture more. Man, we don't want that in that situation. That's not a good analogy. But I'm gonna stay out of this. I, I <laughs> me, I just want the. I, 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 I can I can I can see it both ways. I definitely well, see. Well, put it like put it ahead. like this. Okay, if there is a Puerto Rican heritage uh, museum, which there's do not. you want me being <laughs> the leader of it? Absolutely not. No, I mean, I mean if you <laughs> if you have a doctorate in Puerto Rican studies, sir. Maybe. No, me, me look, this, this is me part. Look, if there was a, like a, a, a Latin music, you know, a museum, there's not there's not a Hispanic American museum in this country. There's a, there's a there's a Native American Smithsonian out there, uh, and then the African American Museum in, in D.C. So whenever that time comes, we'll have that. But if there comes to a time where there's a curator that's for some section of say Latin music, Latin American music, uh, reggaeton. Damn menudo! I don't care if there's some white person or black person that's really into that genre of music and can do the, and has all the credentials and can do that job. Me personally, I'm like, 
I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna trip about that because they're they're qualified now. I'm hoping they're they're giving that ch- opportunity for that job to somebody Hispanic. Exactly, and that's really and the and, and and that's really a question. That do they do that? But I, I guess my thing with this whole this whole issue is, I'm 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 just gonna assume that she's qualified for this role. And maybe there were other black people that maybe were less qualified but didn't get it. And I get the whole argument that they're maybe at least give preference to a person, a black person, because they know that the, the culture probably innately better than she would. But my thing is like, how do you, okay, now that you've hired this person and given her this job, like, what do you do to like, I mean, cause now she's basically trending on Twitter. People are coming at her all kinds of ways, crazy talking to her like this. And this is just a regular lady, probably not making more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. If that, you know, doing a job in DC, that's it's just pretty, just a pretty nerdy, you know, a nerdy job. Just kind of has some cool, you know, uh, after parties and things like that at the museum that she gets to do. But she's getting all the smoke and all the stuff for just for not a, a whole lot of money. I, I worry about that, man. It's just it's just a regular lady. She's trying to do a job. It's from all accounts, it seems like she's really into it. She's really involved. She 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 she's she's making the right kind of connections. She she cares about the history. She cares about the culture and things like that. But then she's just getting all the smoke. And I was, I, that's the part that worries me. Like because there's always gonna be people online that's gonna say like, oh, well, she can't do that. She can't do. She just just by default she can't be qualified. Maybe she is, but like, how do you how do you combat that? You know, it's kind of, it's almost like unwinnable. There's always going to be this, this this population of people that say like, how, you know, how could she? She's not fit for that job, no matter what. And it's that's yeah, part I, I don't me. I don't personally have any smoke with her. Like, yeah, if yeah I, I know met you don't. her. I got no beef with you personally, but I want to know, like you mentioned, what were the hire? What was the hiring process? Was she somebody that was just tabbed? Like people. Yeah. You know, she built a reputation, and people are like, "Oh, let's get her." Or but did it, they but, but reach it, out to African American candidates? Yeah. Were they considered? So we do need to know more fullness of that story. So I don't have beef for her specifically, but it's just like, it's just, it's just not a great look. But my uh, my thing is like, and that's tr- all that's true. But it's like, you know, how do you do that? Like normally nobody cares who a curator for any kind of museum is and so like because this is a curator for african museum you have to make this big like media blitz and say like hey we're putting this person out here and we're naming her in front of us and this is the reason we did it and here's all the other resumes we got and here's why they weren't qualified like yeah because there are there are no other african-american history museums of this magnitude so if you're talking about giving underserved populations something that they've never really had then I think you do have to go above and beyond to make sure that that things are above board, that you reach out to the community, that you explain things to the community. If this was a just a regular museum, yeah, nobody cares. But black people have been wanting this type of museum for, for years yeah. and decades and hundreds of years. So you have so, to make sure that everything is, is done appropriately. This says that... Uh, uh, Burnside has been collecting hip-hop related artifacts for the museum and the exhibit for years, including uh, Jay Dilla's MPC machine, among other items since 2016. She's got strong relationships in the music community and abroad. Um, yeah. and some, she's regarded as yeah. somebody who respects black music, blah, 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 like blah, I, blah. And th- there was something I read, like, I guess <clears throat> when she first got, I guess maybe it did kind of create a little buzz on Twitter when she first got named and uh, as the curator. And I guess, like, Chuck D, like, stepped, you know, kind of vouched for her and said, like, hey, she's cool. You know, I've, I've worked with her. I know she's going to do a good job, blah, blah, blah. So there's there's people you know kind of saying that she's she's dedicated, but me personally, just getting back to jokes instead of this kind of political thing, I need to see her top five list, and I'm a base I'm a base I'm based whether she's qualified right. on this top five. I want to know I need to know where Nas is at on this list. I need to know where Big Pun's at on this list. 
If Nas is not on the list, <laughs> she's hired. She's, <laughs> she's in. <laughs> and if Nelly is on this top five, she's out of there. She's got to no, go. She's good. That's <laughs> really, that should be the whole hiring process. Just like tell us your, top, your top five. Maybe even top, top 10. ten. Give us your maybe top 20. ten. Twenty. Just go deep. And then 20. whoever got the best one, you're hired. No matter what your race, color, creed. That's how we gonna do it from now on. Next story. Domino's Pizza in Russia. In they Russia. offered free pizzas for life. You got to say in Russia because I, I don't want to get people's hopes up and be like, where is this at? Domino's in Russia offers free pizza for life to customers who get a tattoo of their logo. And then they canceled it. So y'all know I, I found it this crazy. This story was so crazy. And I'm like, let me let me look this up and see what they're talking about. So apparently this was a two month long promotion. Uh, back in August, over in Russia. Um, now, I don't think Russia's doing that good. I, I think they, I think they're struggling over there. I don't know how the people doing. I don't know any Russian people. Sorry if we got any <laughs> Russians listening to the podcast. Hit me up. Let us know how things going. Because if if y'all doing all this for some dominoes, I mean, it must be rough over there. So shout out to y'all. Praying for you. Thoughts and prayers. Cheers. But they offer them one hundred free pizzas every year. For a hundred years, aka for life. Now, just oh, to get a tattoo, a hundred free pizzas a year. So it's, there's a cap. hundred. Now, the, the first first problem is Domino's, is that maybe your people are crazy enough to get this tattoo for the pizza. Probably worth food, you know, because you if, depending on how you do the pizza, pizza can last you all week. But this time, you did a hundred pizzas, and there's only fifty two weeks in a year. <laughs> So I could get a pizza, two pizzas a week almost, except for Christmas and Thanksgiving week, and I can go, you know, wherever and get some food that week. But man, that's too many pizzas, first of all. And then they didn't realize that apparently the people of Russia are crazy. They out here getting tatted up, y'all. This dude got a tattoo on his on his shin, of the Domino's logo. This dude got a pizza with the logo. He at least made his look cool on his calf. Come on, bro. That's terrible. I, f- I feel like, but I feel like, you know, tattoos are so commonplace nowadays. I mean, there's people with hundreds of tattoos, on just just no names. I'm not talking about NBA stars, just regular no name people. So, I'm sure there's a, there's some segment population out there would get a get a, a, a Domino's tattoo and wouldn't even care, man. You see all the crazy tattoos that are out there, people tattooing their face and you know their, their neck, everything, just basically saying, hey, I'm unemployable. I don't think a Domino's tattoo is is too far from there if they can get free pizza for the rest of their life. I'm sure they would do it. In America, yeah. whatever country, whatever country now. Yeah, it's just, yeah it's this, this ain't a Russia thing. This isn't yeah. a Russia thing because I remember, and maybe they still do it now, but I remember maybe, I don't know, this is six, seven years ago when the Palm Pre came out. And Whoa. they had a, a thing like that where they're like, oh, if you tattoo a Palm Pre, then we'll, <laughs> we'll give away a phone or something like that. For real? And people oh, were man. getting this, the Palm Pre, if you don't know. Why? What the Palm Prius, go Google it. At the time, it was this high-tech phone. It was dope. Yeah, it was high-tech. It's one and one. It's one and one, I, had but I got one. one. No, I have oh, one. Oh, you had bro. one, too? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But there's somebody After in this world, mine. unless they had it removed, there's several people in the world that have a Palm Pre tattooed on their arm or on their leg. So people will do stuff for free stuff. They do stupid stuff for free stuff all around the world. It's not just in Russia. It happens here in America. And like Paul said... 
So many people have tattoos, and you see people get tattoos of somebody else's face on yeah. their leg or weird, funny tattoos. So Domino's just should have known better and known that people were going to do this. So you have to, I don't know, weigh it appropriately on what you're paying out. Because they had exactly. to stop it early because too many people got it. Yeah. They said they stopped it at 350 and then they put up a message, an urgent message to all those sitting at, at, at tattoo artists right now. We'll include you in the list of participants, but we're waiting for photos up until midday today. <laughs> those with appointments scheduled for later, we recommend canceling them. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the part that would have sucked if you got it. Like if you your phone was your no phone was cut off and so you didn't get the news <laughs> and so you done got that tattoo man. and then you send it in and they're like, Oh, we're sorry, this promotion has stopped. I don't even feel like they're tripping, man. I'm, I feel like the, the people that would actually go go through with this, like they like they they, they just get a funny story of it. Oh man, I got this stupid tattoo and I, I, did, I thought I was gonna get pizza and I didn't get any pizza. <laughs> and that's and that's it. I think they'd be fine with that, just having that silly story. So I, th- these people are you're talking about crazy crazy people anyway. So it don't matter, man. They're, they're straight with either way. They just won't have as much food to eat. That's all. Yeah, I'm and never no, I'm never getting a corporate logo tattooed on me. Sorry, it's not gonna right. happen. Because then right. what if no what food. if Domino's turned out to be oh, Papa John's and you black on. and you got a Papa John's <laughs> tattoo? Now, now hold on, you know there's plenty of black dudes out there in St. Louis that got the Nike swoosh somewhere on them tattooed. Oh, yeah. You know this. You know there's mad Nike swooshes there's out a there. Lot of. And based on this side of history, they were right. They were right. Mm, right. <laughs> yep. Well, remember they back, made the right decision. Remember back in the nineties, it was a gang of dudes, at least around her. It was like a, yeah, a lot of young black dudes getting No Limit tanks tattooed on them. <laughs> now No Limit is what? It's nowhere. So you nowhere got this No Limit now. tattoo. Yeah, don't do that. You remember we used to we used to put Nike signs on our brushes. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Yep, we used to carve <laughs> Nike signs in the brushes or the Nike. little Jordan logo. Yeah. On the, oh, you talking about like the, the your, your hair brushes and stuff? Yeah, yeah brush. like wood the wood. Yeah, the, yeah, the little gotcha, hand gotcha. hand brush. You just carve yeah. it in the wood. Y'all bored? Hey, that was like a status. Like you had to have something carved into your brush. I had one with an STL. Had one with a Nike. I think I tried to do one with an actual Jordan shoe because I used to like to draw Jordan shoes. Your mom sitting there find out you're doing this. She's like, if you don't put it in my butter knife, it's just a brush. So, yeah. Messing up my, all my butter knives, carving this mess in, my, in hey. these hair brushes. Hey. Took some skills. Good Yo, so, right. so what's up, man? We got to get into this insecure review or what, man? Yep, yeah, we let's, are. Let's, so let's, let's throw out this spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you have not watched episode seven of Insecure, we will be going into that now. Um... You have been warned. Um, I'm, I'm trying to give people time because don't you hate those podcasts? And I listen to a few, and they be like, "Okay, spoilers, blah 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 blah," and then they just start talking. <laughs> like, dude, can you wait? I gotta throw my headphones down. I gotta, I gotta stop everything. I gotta throw my phone on the ground so I can't hear it, man. We're not doing that here. I'm giving y'all enough time so I talk for another thirty seconds for you to press pause. After you've watched the episode, you can come back. But that's all we're gonna talk about for the rest of the show. Right, so it takes it. you more than like five seconds For to real. stop it yeah. on a spoiler alert. You deserve to yeah. have a spoiler. Yo, sometimes, what if your hands wet? What if you're washing dishes and you listen to a podcast? What if you're baking cakes? <laughs> we were doing good on time. What if you just flour some pork chops? We were doing good on time just until this domino story. So let's, let's keep it moving. <laughs> let's get to the review. Come on now. <laughs> All right. So episode seven was enti- or titled Obsessed. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed like. Right. 
all these episodes this season have been something dash like. This one was obsessed like, mostly dealing with uh, our girl Issa, and she been tripping off your boy. Oh man, sprung, sprung is the word. Yep, Nathan. She been sprung. She been sprung off young Nathan. Y'all, y'all like the episode wrong with, but let's let's leave with you this time. What would you think about the episode? Leave with me just about whether or not I liked it. Just what you liked. It, yeah. Um, no, you have I to did give like a it. recap. Remember? No, you don't. No, we don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we that's got. what he told Somebody you. Somebody really week. should do a recap, right? But we don't. Um, I did like it. I would give it a um, three and a half out of five. I don't think it was great, but it was good. That's what about y'all? Yeah, we're just going to rate it. Just rate it. It's not a recap. It's a rating. Talk about what you just like, man. Did you like the church part? What you like, man? Come on. Hey, get, man. Get it. going? That's why somebody has to actually go. See, we have no idea what we're doing. No, just, just say what you just say what you liked about it. What, what made you like right. what you did? Support, okay, support okay. Here, the, here are the things I like. Here are the things that I wrote Shit. down. <laughs> My three topics. Dude, you already on thin ice. <laughs> hey, those Thomas trains are in the mail, man. I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> I will redirect. All right. So the things I wrote down. Corny church sermons ain't for everybody. Facts. Man buns. And ghosting in general. I enjoyed all three of those topics on the show. I was worried because they started talking about church, and I'm like, "Here we go." Did you people who the pastor she already, was? Did you people who the pastor was? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, can I tell you who he is? No, <laughs> but I know who he is. I just don't know his name. It's Bubba Gump, yes. man. It's Bubba Gump. Bubba. Yeah. How you know Bubba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. I see him. Mean, he's in a lot of stuff, but I don't know the dude's name. But um yeah, so I was worried because when she initially was in the shower, she looked at the the um the message from her mom's, yeah. and her her mom sent her a Bible a Bible uh verse. And your mom definitely sent like, you the same uh, verse before. I know. Here we go, here we go. I was like, they were about to start blaspheming for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. But it was cool, you know. She kind of she threw her little diss in, and it went on. Um, I don't really know. I guess I didn't really see why she was so obsessed with Nathan, considering. Like, y'all been talking for like two weeks. Word. Literally. Word. You've been talking for two weeks, man. I mean, he hit it once. Like, you need raw. to relax. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, everybody's raw on TV. Raw, so let's yeah. just. I think it let's was assume more than that once. there's no I think STDs. It was once, well, it was once, just once where on they showed, but they showed them like the in the bed, Ferris waking way. up, and yeah. all that. So yeah. I think it was definitely more than once. All right, all right. Also um, raw. <laughs> <laughs> Every time awesome. it is. Nobody uses protection. All right, man. Get to move on. Ish, what, what about you, man? What'd you think, man? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Where's thought I thought part? it was a solid episode. I mean, yeah, I didn't I didn't understand why. I mean, I guess I understand why because even when Molly asked her, you know, it was like, dang, was it that good? And she was, I don't remember where she said it out loud. I think she said it to herself was like, yeah, it was. So, you know, he just laid it down. So Issa's caught feelings. But, yeah, that whole idea of her just basically stalking him, sneaking into his room, trying to hack into his computer, figure out his password. Just Yo, spending. I was mad that she thought that the password was her name. Stop it. Y'all been together for two weeks. <laughs> right. I've been married to my wife for seven years, and guess what the password ain't? Her name. <laughs> That's the worst password of all time. Great. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I guess, I don't know, I guess that new, I don't know if I don't want to call it love, but that feeling when you first 
find somebody that you really into. I don't know. I guess I can see where her mind will wander that much, but it, it was just a bit much for me where I'm just like, like chill. Like you don't have to spend that much time worrying yeah. about them. But I think most people have been there where you have, you're affectionate for somebody and they don't, whether they don't text you back or call you back or whatever, especially if you just kind of start talking to somebody and you feeling them, then you just like, like what happened? What did I do wrong? So I get that yeah, insecure yeah. part of it, but it was just a little bit extra for me. Yeah. Um, let me think what else with did Molly like and the one dude, when they went out to eat, I thought that was that was real weird. I didn't necessarily like that part of it. Talk about, talk about that. Talk about that because uh, my wife started yelling at me about that part. What's she, <laughs> what she yelling at you about? <laughs> well, that that's how she shows me that she loves me. So by yelling and beating you? <laughs> no, let me take it. Let me take it back because she she caught up on the episodes now, so it won't be like I'm gonna get hollered at like three months from now. Right. It'll be like tomorrow. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh. I was saying that Molly and him had a good banter back and forth, right? So they constantly teasing each other. He told her some intimate stuff. She told him some intimate stuff. They they basically just joning on each other about it. And he mentions the situation with the married friend, but she gets mad at him right, for making fun of her about it. But she never said it was serious. He had no idea. And she didn't explain it, where because it it makes you look bad. Yes, if you're sleeping with your best friend's husband. Yeah. I mean, not best friend, but your friend's husband. She should have said, "Hey, this it was an open relationship." Blah blah blah. And then if he still was making fun of you, then I, I get it, I guess. But that's not the case. So I mean, yeah, he called her out on some mess that he should have called her out on. And yeah, but I think just... after after the first joke, like he made a joke, and then when she got. Uh, some kind of way about it where she was offended and you can tell that that was still because I think he even said oh I didn't know that this was still like an open wound or something to that extent then I think you just drop it but he made like another joke after that and that's when she got mad and kind of stormed off so her whole personality changed but he 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 said something else but I think he he I think he misread it and he was like he thought he was he he thought he was still in in the zone where he could like like they were still kind of they're still kind of cat uh, cracking on each other and it was cool but he he, he didn't yeah. read the sign where like no she had, she had flipped the switch and it was it was like don't don't go there no more and then he he, he said something he said he said something else but it was innocuous and then she just just got up and left man but man look my thing is again this episode it was a it was a good episode but these two women molly and isa they have they're they're, they're <laughs> They're unlikable, man. I can't see why any dude would want to be with them. Yeah. This girl, Issa's, all that crazy mess she was doing, man, get up out of there. If I found out my girl was doing that, no, you got to go. That's, you canceled day one. <laughs> and the girl, Molly, right. the girl, Molly, we know she's trash. And then now she gets with this one dude. He's, he's, he's rapping to her. Now, he may not be what she's used to dating or whatever like that, but he seems like a cool dude at least to you know vibe with. Mm. You and, know who Paul saw himself as in this episode. Oh, you know it's me. Oh, with the man bun. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I thought it was you too. I was like, "This Paul." Right but look, and then, but look, but you don't leave the dude just sitting there in the bar, man. That's that's cold blooded, right, right. man. So that's like, so cool. that that was that was just too far. Like, I mean, I get being upset, being offended, but go ahead and finish your free meal. You're gonna get a free meal out of this. Don't don't just leave, dip and, and leave the man like there. So man, both these girls crazy. And the part that I really didn't like, man, Issa, how old is she in the show? 31, 29, 31. 31. You still got a a, a cardboard box for a nightstand. 
Dog, yeah. <laughs> if I'm that dude Nathan and I walk in that bedroom and I see a cardboard box for a nightstand on a 31 year old woman, I'm walking right back up out of there. Dog, I'm out of there. I, I can't, I can't rock with you. If you got a, a a box for a bed, a nightstand, no, that's that's. It. She and Kelly though, man, can't nobody afford. To I don't care. That's cancel, man. You cancel. If you 31 years old and got a box for a, a nightstand, I'm you. We we. we we getting you up out of there. I'm sorry, you got to go. Although girl. it was it was product placement for the insecure show. I would have ghosted. I would have <laughs> ghosted her too, man. That's all I got to say. If I saw that so, box, ghosted. So what about Lawrence? What about his church experience and his new potential boo? Yeah. I, again, like He's like we it. talked about last week, I cannot see what Lawrence sees uh, interesting in East. I, I know there's a whole backstory, and we missed. We, we didn't. They don't get into all that stuff about what she's done for him. But again, like. What the the church girl is fine. <laughs> she she's, she looks like she got her life together. Why is he messing with a chick with a box for a, for a nightstand? I don't get it, man. What does she bring into the table? Lawrence seems like he got his stuff together. I'm team Lawrence all the way. I, I, you ain't gonna tell me nothing he else. He just got his don't stuff together me. though. He just got it together at the at the end of last season. It don't matter. He's got it together. And that that church girl, like what church you go to where the fine girl just walks up to you and starts walking to your car catch? Because I I don't go to church. I did that talk often. to my wife about that. I was like, I don't know what church that is, but I guess if you're a single dude coming in, you know, in your early thirties, right. you probably would get some holidays. That's, but that's the, every church. What church ain't that? Are you out the way? Y'all crazy? They just walk up to you like that. Yeah, if you go into church as a single dude, because I even know, like, we had a guy at my church that it was a young guy. He's like college age, and he went to a local college, and he came in, just found a church, and immediately people were trying to hook him up with a grandson yeah, you or definitely a daughter get that. or whatever. They're just like, yeah. oh, he's so smart. He goes to college. Like, we got to hook him up with somebody. And, again, he was a little younger, so I think if you're, if you're 30 around that age or even 40 – all the single women, if you look any kind of decent way, all the single women in church are going to try to find some way, whether they come directly or whether they come through some type of proxy, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it's not that many, especially in black churches. You yeah. don't see as many black men in church as you see black women. So when you see a black man that has his stuff together or looks decent, Women, they they at least gonna check on them. I'm not gonna say they are gonna flop. I'm pretty on, sure but they my at least pastor gonna see what you about. I'm pretty sure my pastor has asked visitors for they for they resume right then right. and there, so that the sisters know. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to pastor. I haven't been, I haven't been to church in a long time, but this never happened to me, and, so, and maybe it's just because I'm ugly. I don't know. <laughs> so, maybe because I was broke. I have to figure this out. But yeah, man, I, I definitely I was like, man, what's what, what's going on? Because real talk, I'm just like the friend. The friend that went to church with him, except for the whole getting baptized part. That part I wouldn't have done. But everything else up to that point, that, that, would, that would be me. We're going to come to Charlotte and we're going to make you go to church. We're going to just find a church and we're going to go to. Oh, man, it don't matter. I'm, I'm washed anyway, man. I got the wedding ring on, so nobody's going to come up to me. So I'm good. Oh, we ain't worried about that. We're trying to get you saved, brother. One day. <laughs> they ain't no help me, man. There, there's no help me. You know this. So, so Lawrence... So Lawrence, I guess he he wanted to get he wanted to go up there. I, I felt like he wanted to go up there, but maybe he didn't. Because no, later when he talked about it, he didn't really seem like he wanted to go up there. I don't think he's that. I think it's why no, he's not he the girl. That yeah, he's not feeling the church. He's not feeling. It's just he doesn't have that that spiritual calling. I don't think because the girl he's not into the girl. Because once the girl told him how church, churchy she was, he was like, I ain't rocking with that. I think that's what. No, it's not that he don't like that church, and that's the difference. You don't like because even Issa talked to him about that. That's why Issa said, you know, you can always go to another church. Yeah, but I which think, is a fact because people don't. But, do but when, he, when, yeah, she, but when she was reading her resume, he left, go ahead. Yeah, after he left, I think he was questioning 
like, eh, maybe church ain't for me. And so Issa was trying to turn that around a little bit by telling him that, but it did seem like he, he was disconnected. And remember, I mean, this show was called Insecure, so they're going to highlight everybody's insecurities, exactly. whether it's Molly, Issa, Lawrence, yeah. whatever. But he did feel, seem like, ah, this ain't for me. And with the girl, he's like, ah, you, you might be a little too churchy for me. Yeah, that's, that's why when he was when she was reading off her resume of you know all the things she did for church, you could just kind of see his like heart sinking like, oh, oh, no. This, well, this she, was, much. she was really talking about what her connection was because he was saying that it was corny. And she said, well, he just does that like just to connect with people. But then when she texted but, later you know, on, she said, I... Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. But when she texted him the Bible on, study, yeah, and he was like, "Well, I don't know about that." You know, it's kind of like, "Nah, don't, I, I ain't rocking with all that." So I just, yeah, it seemed like it, it don't call. It, it, I felt like it, it. It's not that he didn't have that 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 call, which I can relate to, honestly. So, I mean, if she go to Bible study, she go to Bible study. But she read off a lot of stuff. Yeah, she read off a lot of stuff. She was in this stuff. other ministry. She just started this, and so she she listed like four or five things. So especially if you're not. A churchgoer, then you, I understand him being like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I, I'm he, not, he I'm was not just trying to that. dip his toe into the church waters, and she was like, no, this whole, I'm, I'm, all, I'm a hundred percent in. And he knew, like, if I, if I, if I even mess with this girl, like, I'm gonna have to go to all this stuff every day and all this stuff like that. He, maybe he wasn't ready for that. But right. now, the girl was cute. It though. was probably the girl ch- was definitely cute. It was probably church. It was definitely church bias <laughs> because I was like. I told my wife, I was like, look at her. She got this bow on her shirt. She trying too hard. I was like, so, uh, yeah, she's just trying too hard to be a good girl now. So I was like, where is this finna go? Because I thought for sure I'm still waiting on some blasphemy. This is probably going to happen maybe next episode. They probably won't even mention it next episode. Probably move on to something else. It's going to be called Devil Like. Well, what about, what about, let's wrap it up, the convo between Issa and Lawrence at the end. What do y'all think about that? I told you I don't care about nothing. I don't see what he's using. I don't know why he's there. I don't care what they're talking about, and I hope they don't get back together because he—they don't need to be together, man. He's got—he's got his stuff figured out now. Maybe he was—he was—he was, he was on a little—he was on a little depression streak for a little while. But she never had her stuff together back then either, man. It wasn't really like she was supporting him or anything like that. She was off trying to get with, you know, no, text. she was. She was trying to get with Daniel and all this mess like that, man. So like, nah, man. It's like I don't, I don't care what they're talking about. I, I know they're gonna get back. Together. I know it's inevitable, but they shouldn't. But it doesn't really seem like she's super into him. She's she's all about the the Nathan dude, the little light skinned dude. So I don't know, man. It's crazy. It, the thing is, is that Issa Issa doesn't know what she wants exactly. At this point, like her and Molly to be so old, don't know who they are yet. And it's strange, but I guess hey, that's every life. week, every week. Yeah, it's life. And everybody, everybody matures at different rates. But they for real. I wonder, like Molly, she is for real. She for real don't know who she is at all. She doesn't know who she want to be. She don't know who she should be. She doesn't know who she is either. And then she's surprised when people treat her the way that she puts herself forward. Um trying to be respectful when i say it Um, let me say it (laughs) no don't say it (laughs) don't say it it's no you don't have to but we all we all know we talk about yeah but um but yeah so Issa's in that same situation now where she she doesn't know what she wants to do she doesn't know where she is and you know i guess in your early 30s maybe you don't i don't remember i thought i had i thought i felt like i had things more together. Maybe I thought I had them together, and they weren't actually together yet back then. Dog, if you were going through somebody's phone you met a week and a half ago, yo, you, you don't have it together. Oh, I definitely you, was you do not, not have it together that. at all. Nah, nah. 
If you if you ghosted for uh, two weeks, like I was on on to the next one. <laughs> Way before that. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, other than that, I mean they they talked about ghosting in general. I don't think I've done any, done that to anybody, but if I did, it wasn't really on purpose. Just other things happen. Oh, I've, oh, I've definitely done it. Like on purpose, and you was just like, "I'm not gonna call back." Oh, for sure, man. One hundred percent, man. Like, oh no, I'm just, just, it just, it's just easier just to like, hey, they'll figure it out eventually. Just let, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like done everybody's that. done it, and everybody's had it done to them. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Oh no, don't, don't yeah, I don't think I've ever done. Definitely it. the other way around too, man. It, it just, it just happens. It's just, it's just one of those things, man. You just got, you just know. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm the dude I'm the dude that be doing the non breakup text like we wasn't even together but I'm giving you a breakup text like uh, this is not working out for this reason the text now see now that's that's weak that's weak yeah if you if you, How is it weak? If, you if it's a real breakup like somebody that you dating dating then, no I'm saying we wasn't together but it's just like like instead of him ghosting he just say hey this ain't working out like I'm not finna call you no more see I think that's weird if you not really committed or serious like that it's always weird to me when people were if we just went out on a couple of dates or whatever and then i was saying like oh i'm sorry and a lot of times there's a little snarkiness in it like i'm i'm sorry that you you can't respond to me in a reasonable time or i can tell that you're not interested in me so i'm gonna go ahead and let you go like you know what i have got no sex so maybe i did go stop something (laughs) (laughs) But that was, I wouldn't call it ghosting, just like, nigga, I took a nap. <laughs> you know? Like, I was just asleep for for four hours. That's it. I didn't, I didn't ghost. It wasn't a week or two weeks. All right. All right. So, that's the end of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for uh, staying to the end. And uh, Phenom, where can they find us? You can listen to the Black Delegates Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We are also now on YouTube, and the YouTube is current. Uh, you can also check us out on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. We are also on Facebook at Black Delegates Pod. Uh, if you want to follow Paul on Twitter, he is at BoxWinePoppy. You want to follow Ryan, he is at the Black Ryan. If you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at IshCreates. Paul, people want to help out the show, what can they do besides sending us $10,000 in cash? Uh, send us $10,000 in cash is always acceptable. But uh, if you can't do that, feel free to rate and review us and tell a friend. That's the two things we want you to do. And other than that, Molly and Issa are trash. <laughs> there, the mail's coming. That's the right. Mail's coming. We putting that as a title. <laughs> Issa and Molly are trash. Oh man, we're gonna go viral off that. And I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm never gonna hear the end of it. All right. Adios. Alvida saying. Hasta luego. Arrivederci. Mm-hmm.